Ah, uh, Mountaineer Nation, join us up on the porch here for a special Thanksgiving edition. We're going to talk all about the tournament out in Portland, hoops on the backside. We'll also get into the ever never-ending Neil Brown saga after we are able to fall out from the Kansas State game, get ready for one last one versus Oklahoma State. But a lot of talk about coaching searches and where we might go. Dion, Rich, I've got a surprise candidate for you guys as well, an old friend of ours. So you guys know what to do. It's in the morning, grab that coffee, Phil style. It's in the evening, grab the drink. Come on back because we're talking all things Mountaineers on the porch. Oh, yeah, we'll also throw in a little Thanksgiving roundtable conversation as well for you. CJ has a take on desserts that will disgust you. Let's go. Oh, fellas, I'm still thawing out from Saturday, and I feel like the uh, the Neil Brown seat is uh, way past thawed at this point in time. Um, it's like it's like how warm the car was seat was for me by about the time you hit Clarksburg, leaving the stadium. Mm, probably hit the Clarksburg about mm, beginning of the fourth quarter. Like after the after the drive, we came up with no points. It was like, yeah, it's time to roll. We're out of here. Do I feel justified in that? You guys blame me, CJ. I know you tried to be hard up on the text earlier about it. Mike, what are your thoughts? G- give them to me. Be straight with me, and let's I, just kind of talk about what happened. I, I left halftime of the Louisville game. I left third quarter <laughs> of the Cincinnati game. I'm nowhere to judge. I, it's unfortunate what it happens, and I'm not a supporter of it. But it does happen. Don't sweat it. And it's cold. Yeah, I mean it. It it does. I. For me, it's tough. Like I'm the only one there, buddy. No, you you weren't. I mean, because and I I left the Texas Tech game a couple of years ago, like mid third quarter. Um, it's it's confession hour. Everybody just let it out. Let it. Rip. Yeah, because we were getting our butts kicked and it was cold. So I, I I get that. I don't know. It it's tough on me too on on senior day because it's, I don't know like. And I didn't feel good about leaving because it's one of those, like, regardless of how I feel about the coaching staff or something like that, it's – it it I, I get it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, man, I'm turning my back on these guys who have fought strained and, and fought to get to this point I, of the year. And it's, I would say I'm it, there to begin tough. with. I'm there to begin with, so – True. Still listen and, to it on the radio, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. And I guess it wasn't, you know, I mean, I guess it could be worse. It could be Texas A&M where they showed up and then literally at kickoff, everybody just walked out. So, Oh, that was crazy. I, I, I don't know if you guys saw the relay races they were doing in there during the game with the, some of the cadets. Pretty nuts. Uh, running like a full road down and then running like zigzagging back up again. Were you guys at the Louisville game? The, the I, White I, game. The Pat Pat White's. Yeah, I was. Is, yeah, I was is, watching that from a from a dorm room in Lynchburg. Lynchburg, why? Because I went to school at Liberty. Oh, nice. Is <laughs> is that where Hugh Freeze is? That's where Hugh Freeze is for the moment. I go snag him. I'm working on it. <laughs> Trust right. me, I'm working every backdoor connection <laughs> I got. All right, all right. <laughs> I mean, hey. He's gonna land somewhere. You freezes, that's for sure. You know that. Let's let's. Man, I kind of want to let's touch on that real quick while we're kind of into it. Coaching search. Um, we need to decide because we're losing players, right and left. I mean, obviously the Donaldson thing is 
a whole other issue. But I mean, Corbin Page, Mumu Benwahad have already dipped the Charles Woods decision. And then the quote um, that Neil has on Charles Woods is his Trou- uh, troubling. Yeah, definitely troubling. And, you know, in, in this era now where you have to retain players, to hear that you haven't heard from a guy in two weeks, I don't understand that. I, I, I said this on Touchdown City this week, and I'll say it again here. It, it was something that happened at Wesleyan all the time. People just flame out and they quit on the team because they're terrible and nobody wants to be there. Stuff like that doesn't happen on good teams. Your best corner, you haven't seen him in two weeks. Are you kidding me? Well, no, and I, I think that's that's crap. And I played on a, a a baseball team that wasn't real good, and a kid defected midway through the year. Um, and we saw him at all-star time, and he got beamed in the shoulder. But here's my thing, it because it, it, I've been thinking about this, and it is kind of a troubling quote. But if you go back and look at it, and this is going to be the communication side of me coming out for a minute, and and, and and reading the literal quote is is that he said he hasn't heard from him in two weeks or hasn't seen him in two weeks there's no indication there so you kind of got to read into it is is it is there a possibility that neil and the coaching staff reached out and got nothing in return i mean it's possible and that's that's even worse Right, and that's even worse. And and here's and here's what I'm saying, and why it's troubling. It's and I said this in the group text message. With all due respect, to Charles Woods, fuck him. Like you don't want to be Whoa. here. Fine, there's the door. Bye. Yeah. He he deserves his share of the responsibility, no doubt. Like I mean, that's the thing. Like if you want to call oh, your guys and you don't want to be here, okay, then fine, bye, see ya. Like oh, absolutely. I, I mean, <laughs> I I hate to be that way with young men, but we've this generation has been raised in participation trophy and that we don't do cuts and therefore you don't have to work hard and when it gets too tough just leave and I'm and I'm completely fed up and done with it. Mm. And, and then and then people in the media want to talk about his tweets and his posts he said he said something about how he wasn't allowed to finish the season and it was out of his control and like you don't know what that means i'm sure he played a fair share in in the downward spiral right took part towards the end of that but if if you let a a 20 year old kids tweet kind of rule the story that that's a that 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 doesn't necessarily paint a, a true picture if you know what i'm saying well, absolutely. Well, yeah, here's the thing, too, though, fellas. And it's not the first time a, a player has been the first one out with the story either. Well, I mean, it allows somebody to control a narrative one way or the other. And I think that's part of this thing, too. Well, they did with the whole Koning thing. That was completely player controlled. That was from Charleston. That was, that was uh, Martin. Kieran Martin. Yep, absolutely. Now playing with Marshall, actually. Been playing pretty well. Um, but what I wanted to say here, real quick, is. The system allows this now. That's the difference, right? CJ, I think what we're talking about, about how, you know, you finish the season and all this. Yes, that's what you want, and that's what it should be, and that's what good teams do. But, man, this system, the way it is now, kids decide and make decisions, and they don't have to tell anybody, and they just do it, and there's no repercussions. Now, if I'm a coach, do I want to have that type of kid on my team? No, I don't. Absolutely not. I don't want a kid who is going to, you know, bail out with two games to go. Say it with your chest. But then again, 
talent is talent, right? And you got to win in this day and age. So it's it's a it's a tough decision because that the system is now allowing kids to do these things. It's it, it's encouraging it, and that's a problem. So well, like we we want to we want to blame the kids, and we kind of can, but you got to blame the system as well. And well, it's... you you do it, but and and the sad part is, is you know Woods can kind of hide behind this graduate transfer because he's going to graduate at the end of the semester, and then he could have been a grad transfer anyway. But it, but it does speak to the larger end hole that these these young men are allowed to make these kind of decisions, and that's perfectly fine because I get it. It's it's a business, and the players have finally gotten a little bit of that that power, but there has to be some kind of responsibility or consequence with it. Like, because what's, because eventually at some point the coaches are going to revolt back and it's going to be, okay, well, if they can leave mid season, then why the hell can't we? And you're going to see a coach get fired mid season and they've already tabbed the replacement. Next thing you know, he's coaching two weeks later with the week, with the year still going like that's where this is headed. And that's not uh, at all. I, I think what the NCAA wants, but I disagree you, with that CJ about coaching staffs having that. See it. The administrations and the coaches and the agents are going to want to take back some kind of form of control. And that's going to be the way they do it. Charles Woods is going to be the starting corner for Ohio state in a year. And he's going to win a national championship and get drafted. It's or, gonna- or he's going to be Drayshawn Miller and end up walking on at NC State. It's going to be the Sheboy situation all over again, and we're going to eat it like we always do. <laughs> I'm tired, guys, I'm tired of it. Oh man, hey, hopefully Donaldson's not going to be a, a cautionary tale why, as why, well. Why would he stay, Blaine? If you're if you're CJ, I mean, and I mean, you can answer, you can answer this question honestly. I hope you have a good reason. I would like it if you did. Why, why ride it out here? Well, I think a there is some sense of loyalty to I mean, to I, a team. Hold on, to a team and a, and a coach and a and a staff that gave you a chance. And I think that's what's important to figure out and, who's going to be the coach. Now, and, if it's if if it's the same coach that brought you in, there's something to that. And growing within that, maybe you like your situation here. Um, maybe you're already making some money. Maybe it's a good situation for you to keep growing personally. You've got a good friend group. The grass is not always greener. Um, on the other side of things, sometimes you're put in places where you should be, right? I I will totally turn my back on Mountaineer football. If Neil Brown is the coach next season, I think Donaldson will I mean, I, I think I think Neil Neil won't be the coach next year. I don't know how that factors into his call, but it might free him up a little bit to think about other options. Well, exactly, and, that, and that's the thing: I, these kids commit to to coaches as much as they do programs sometimes. Right, and, and so see, that right there is, is is the problem because, and this is where the NCAA is allowed it to get away is is those letters of intent that they sign specifically say at the top of them, you are not committing to a coach or to a program; you are committing to a university. Well, the like, way it is now, mean, NIL. Well, is there, trust me, I trust me. I understand that. Portal, that's always I mean, been on. just words on paper and nobody's ever actually believed it but like there's no way in the hell anybody in the higher ups at the NCAA can be looking at this going okay this this is work this is good because it's not it's not working we're not the only school dealing with it we're we're caught in the vacuum of the microcosm of it 
but it's not working. And I don't understand how in the hell you can see something that is not working and continuously just sit back with your arms folded and be like, eh, it'll figure itself out because it's not. Hey, CJ, it works for some. It does not work for all. I think that's what's going on here. I think you just got to win. I think that plays. That's true. That's true, Mike. That plays in any era. We just don't have good players. We got. You know, I'm not so sure we don't have good players as much as we maybe necessarily. You want to say we 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 just don't seem to find a way to win. Good point, Mike. Situational football. We always seem to have something bad happen at the worst times in big games, in swing games, in seasons, for the most part. Would you say West Virginia is a smart team? We're not smart. We don't play smart. We don't play smart. That's for sure. No, we 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 got to be the dumbest team in Power Five. Well, you know, it, it's it's kind of funny that you bring that up, Mike, because it's kind of like you look at some of these numbers that are attached to Neil at this point in time. I'm sure you have them almost memorized. He's nine games under 500 against Power Five. 21 and 25 overall, right? Well, 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 13 and 20 in the Big 12. Oh. You know what's funny is that one win was actually his bowl win, the win over Army, that they don't count in that nine-game thing. Was, I mean, was It was Army. It wasn't Navy. It was Army. Yep. Army. Okay. Go Army. I can never say beat Navy, though. Can't do it, actually. Go Navy, beat Army, always. CJ, I know you're on board for that, too. Absolutely. Mike, sidebar, are you you with us on that? I can't watch that game. I don't want to watch the ball be run two times. Mike! Mike! That game is on my bucket list to attend. Oh, Mike. It's not football. You would never watch that game if it wasn't Army-Navy. If they were wearing other uniforms, you'd be like, this is really bad football. You would. That's my argument with the game. Every oh. can't watch it. Man, that is the hottest of takes, Mike. I have to. I have to kind of sit here for a minute and, and let it let it kind of marinate on me real quick here because you want to you want to sit back and watch a high school wing tee and watch a thirteen to sixteen ball game because nobody good playing. Oh man, it's the atmosphere, Mike. No, it's me. I mean, uh, whatever. I get that. I get it. it is what it is. I <laughs> but but I'll, I'll take the Iron Bowl over that. So I'll you're t- t- hey, Mike. Take, so you're I'll telling take me Ohio you- State, Michigan over that. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Again, it's also great for what it is as well, and I think that's partly why we love Army Navy. I I, I boycott it every season. Even when there's no other games on? I've kind of been on this argument since I was for, – for a while. I was okay. But, but like, why do you want to watch a high school wing tee on, like, CBS on national television? If it's snowing and something about the uniforms. I mean, I mean my grandpa was in the Navy. I don't know. There's... Did, he, did he play on the team? No. But I've also been up there last year. It's – Navy's a cool place, so I don't know, man. Yeah, there, there's just there there is something about that game and the and the history <laughs> and some of the the, the the of the yesteryear. I mean, there, there's just something kind of about it. I think that's that's intriguing. And I mean, you know, for for all of 
the people that are out there like Mike, there's a lot more of them out there that are, I think, like you and I, Blaine, that'll sit there and watch it because that game pulls a pretty good number every year. So. I'm, I'm, I'm just interested in kind of – I'm intrigued by your take, Mike, and, and I, and I kind of get it. I got to think about it a little bit more. <laughs> I'm always going to be about Army-Navy because of what it is, though. I, I just so. think, like, the Army and the Navy are pretty smart, right? There's a lot of intelligent people. There are, absolutely. Can they not teach their teams the forward pass? <laughs> they can figure it out. <laughs> Hey, Navy didn't throw the ball once on Saturday and beat UCF and knocked them out of the potential uh, group of five New Year's Six Bowl game. So, That's give it up to the I, Navy. I, I, but, like, I would never watch. Would you ever watch that? Would you sit down and watch that? I mean, I, I went to watch Navy Marshall play last year. How so, was yes, it? I loved it. One of the best games I ever went to was Marshall Western Kentucky. Oh, don't tell me! Don't tell me it was the the four overtime game. Yeah, dude, that QB. Oh, don't that's that's bad. The 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 Doty fouls, man. He was so good. That was a crazy game. It really was sixty seven sixty six for those folks out there. Knocked Marshall out of the Peach Bowl. I've, did the Hilltoppers. <laughs> man, what a rabbit hole we just went down. I loved it. <laughs> I was just, I, I've, I definitely. What got us down there, fellas? Do you remember sidebar? But I've never seen anything like it. I, this sidebar is going to be all, all up in this episode, though, guys. Just so you know. Um, what do we have what, to talk about? We're four and seven. You're right. <laughs> we are four and seven. <laughs> hey, I mean, so you, you're obviously not uh, petitioning for Todd Bunkin from Army to be the next head football coach. Didn't make your list ever, did it? I, 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 is, is he on yours? He's not. <laughs> he's not then what are we talking about yeah you're right I mean hey just trying to bring it back to the Mounties here <laughs> where we were um, do you guys even remember what got us into the rabbit hole just curious because I don't me neither I don't CJ do you remember uh, it started on the the Go Navy beat Army quote. Oh, what yeah. led to that, I couldn't begin to tell. Oh, we're we're, we're so down deep, I'm looking for Alice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Jester cat's smiling at you right now. Um, Yeah, so I mean, fellas, Saturday was rough. Defensively, it was tough. I felt like it was so cold. Like, the kids, like, we didn't want to pop Kansas State, and they just kind of took that first drive and did what they wanted. It set the tone. Um, Gary made some plays. It was fun. You know, the first quarter was insane. I mean, roughing with the pick six after after we threw the pick six. When, when they scored their second touchdown on that pick six, it was 14 nothing. In your heart of hearts, you knew it was over. That's our team. Any adversity, and it is done no talent, have no heart. Our guys quit. Our coaches make excuses. Blaine, I'm just going to dive right in because I've been actually holding back, believe it or not. Neil Brown is the worst coach I have ever seen, and it reflects in his press conference. I went back and I listened to it the first time. I was like, okay, there's this consistent tone here. How many times does he blame the officials over the course of this press conference? And I only clipped three of them in my report, but he did it at least six or seven, maybe eight times. He takes no accountability. He's a whiner. He has no plan. He's recruited terrible players. 
and the product on the field is atrocious. 37,000 people is the reported attendance, and it's like your golf handicap. They always kick it a few. So it's uh-huh. They kick like it more 30, than a few. <laughs> it's probably more like 31, 32, so I, I don't know. It's, it was a train wreck. Hey, Mike, you know what I remembered what got us in the rabbit hole? We were talking about Neil yeah. Brown, and the one win that he had was the bull win versus Army. That was, Darius still single-handedly <laughs> won us the game. He just blew up that inside, whatever the hell it's called. Yes, yes, he did. And, man, it, it, it was good to see Dante get a good ovation for senior day with his dad, Gary, in attendance there Saturday. Um, would have been nice to have Darius there for a couple more years, but made a, made a decision he thought was going to be lucrative, and it didn't work, which, man, it goes to the system, man. The system is, is tough on these kids, and, and we haven't navigated it the best, I think, through the Neil Brown era, unfortunately, you know, and that's obviously put, put us in the situation we're in. I mean, you know, you talked about his record, you know, being well below 500 against, against power five teams. Uh, and man, are the, the final nails are, are probably in this coffin unless the AD who comes in and decides, Hey, I wanted to evaluate this a year, see where the program truly is and then pull the trigger. It could happen that way. If he doesn't have that candidate that he wants ready to rock and roll, he's not like us with that list. Although he's every, every AD has that list. And fellas, do you, have you added anybody else to yours? I have a name that I think is worth a mention. We're going to talk about it later. But I want to wait. Do you guys have any other candidates? Anything else with Neil? Mine likes all year, and I stick with it. I don't think there's any reason why West Virginia can't be aggressive and care. Get like, get, get Coach Prime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give it a shot. Why not? That's the, that's the first read, right? That's the deep shot. Go for it. Guys, you don't need to check your watch to know it. It's time. You don't need your mama to tell you, your father to tell you, your friends, family members, or loved ones to know that it's time. Second option, second read. Um, is Rich in? I, I, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, like, why not? Like, he's the safety blanket, right? He's the check down. Like, he's obviously going to say yes. And he, he, if he can get an athletic QB, and maybe not long term, but start with Garrett Green, I think he can run his scheme with him. I, I do think that. I think you're right about that with him running the scheme with Green. At least to start. I don't think he's his future guy that's going to take it off, but I think he can start the implementation of his offense with Gary Green. Hey, Mike, is there any any part of you, though, and CJ, I want to get your opinion on this, too, like the pride factor. Like, you know, that girl kind of, and the girl being rich in this analogy, kind of kind of turned you down kind of left you supposedly for that better looking you know person and now they're back and kind of begging you but you're kind of willing to have them again right so is that is that kind of where you're at or is is there a little bit of a pride thing still there because is it going to happen again i i think you know it rich rod was an idiot when he left west virginia because where, where he was naive is that he didn't understand that his personality was not going to work anywhere other than his home state. It was a perfect fit. I've said this a lot, and I truly believe it. He was Ed Orgeron of West Virginia, just like he was in Louisiana. Homegrown guy. 
It works beautifully. Spit like and it, it is different. It's a strained relationship. Things don't always work in the sequel. So I'm not positive on it, but I I I think he he's won before. I have more confidence in him than a lot of people. Okay. Okay. I, I, I personally, I think Bridge is a bad idea. I think that there's still a very good, good chunk of the fan base that would not be happy with it. What uh, if he starts five and zero? Oh? Do they care? <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> That's Mike. my question. Okay, and and you probably have a point there to that. But here's my thing: is everything about that exit has now come out everything there there is nothing that has not been said or done or leaked or studied no stone unleft turned correct he, he i think he had a better chance he, of winning that Michigan. well here's I mean. my thing if whoever comes in as the ad decides that might be the route they want to go i, I think the conversation with rich is going to have to be really simple this is your last stop, and you are not going to pull the bullshit you pulled here last time. You're not going to step into my office and demand a bunch of shit. This is what we're giving you. This is no, what you're no, living no, with. Oh no, no, no. I have a completely different spin on that. I think it's if we dominate, do whatever the fuck we got to do to keep it rolling. I think the university deserves some accountability for that. I I think they do too. But things were tighter I, back then. <clears throat> Th- things were, were, were tighter back then. Here, here's the biggest issue, and this is the one part the fan base has not gotten over, is he was all but gone to Alabama, and had it not been for Alabama's stupidity, they would have had him. If, if, if we were a number three to five ranked team in the country, we had to have coaching staff consistently that was on that level. <laughs> And he could not do that with the budget that he currently had, and they wouldn't give it to him. So he took off because he couldn't win a natty, and he thought he could at Michigan, and it failed. Had he gotten another year he, maybe with Denard? Who knows? But that's not how football but, works. But see, here's my thing. I, I don't want to hear that he couldn't win here. You're a game away, and Dave out. Dave wants that flat-out outcoached him. Uh, flat-out. Flat hey, it wasn't, out, it wasn't, out. It wasn't Dave wants that, C.J., it was Paul Rhodes in that defense. It, um, fine, that's even worse. You got out coached by a defensive coordinator who couldn't hack it as a head coach. That, that's even worse. We got to go there. I didn't want to go there. You have to go there because they that's... literally walked everybody to the line and said, "We're going to cover zero because you're not going to throw the ball," and he wouldn't do it. All right, CJ. wouldn't make the adjustments necessary. Sorry, I, I'm out on Rich, and I'm out hard on Rich. Okay, I, so. I, I had a decent day, man. The U.S. tied Wales. I was tired. <laughs> you know, you were coming. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of good a decent week basketball. We should have beat Wales two to nothing. Uh, all right, but, teach it. All right, right. Settle, settle down. down. Settle, settle down. down. Settle down. That's the worst sports memory of my life by far. Not even close. <laughs> oh no, it, it it probably is. But what I'm saying, I, I just I, I think here's my thing. I think Western. I think if you make the change, which I think is necessary, it it's got to be your due diligence. I. I don't disagree with the splash hire, but here's my concern with the splash hire and Dion. If it doesn't work, you're willing to just kind of shrug it off. Okay, well, we went big and it didn't work, but now you've put the program back another four years. So now you're eight years, almost a decade back. That's tough to dig out of, especially. In the I, I don't think it's tough landscape. now, CJ. Have you seen Jackson State's record? 11 and 0, baby. And they play a bunch of kids that are going to be bagging groceries for a living. That are going to be playing for West Virginia next season. 
let's let's just say it's, I think Dion would be a fun hire. I think he could I, really I do Dion well. Be a fun hire, and I hope he and I hope I think he's got he a lot of kids that well. won't be bad grocery CJ. Then what if what if Travis Hunter was playing for West Virginia next year? Everybody's pretty awesome. And what if Travis Hunter went to Jackson State because he may not be good enough to pan out at big boy football? And uh, And those are questions, and those are legit questions. Get out of town. And then we have we have uh, Shador Shador Sanders is a decent QB. He will take him. Who cares? Okay, but you're you're playing on the 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 pipe dream side of it. What I'm saying is 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 if you go to the splash hire and it doesn't work, what happens if it doesn't work? Then where? Then where are you? Well, stuck? hey, did You're it stuck work? At did least it a decade back? CJ, did it work with Neil? No, I'm not saying. It, okay, but that's okay. Have. I'm not saying it did, but I don't think Neil was the splash. It was nowhere near the splash hire you would call Dion. I what I'm saying is, is I think Dion. you have to be a little careful in this search. Dion? I mean, I, I, what I guess, I guess the point is, I don't really think this is not being careful. I think this is a, a really thought out kind of ideal on Dion to be quite honest with you because he's going to be great in this NIL market. He's going to be a brand. Barstool's already attached to it. They want to they want to freaking, you know, buy naming rights in the Coliseum. Why why hold back with the new AD? Let's do it. Dion would get a lot of players. And, and it, we've been talked great... about a ton. It's, okay, it's but worth okay. it. Okay, and it but, might be, but what I'm saying to you is is what are you saying? Say it. Let's go. What are quite you saying frank- with Dion? Quite frankly, I don't know how good in the X's and O's in the end game he is yet. Are you kidding, are you, are you me? kidding me? He's he's a, the greatest defensive back of all Thank time. He's a defensive okay, and you know why His great players sometimes make disgusting. absolutely sh- okay. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Michael That's Jordan, nothing, one of the greatest players of all time, is an absolute crap executive. Sometimes evaluating talent when you're as good as they are isn't as easy as you think it is. Yeah, but he's, he's not coaching pro. He's coaching college. It's 18 to 22-year-old kids. It's a program. Okay. And he's you know what? If you get him and he wins, awesome. I'm I'm with it, and I'm with the, the ton of upside. But what I'm asking is, is, is let's say you go in on the splash higher. What I'm saying is, is let's swing the pendulum the other way for five seconds and truly entertain the conversation. And it doesn't work. Then what? Now you're talking about being a decade behind in a landscape that is so ever changing rapidly. CJ, but I think here's the question anyway. How do we know that another hire won't work? Okay. You know what I mean? Or, or will work. Like there's really, I mean, like for the example, like Rich Rod, it may not work, but you're it gets sets the program back this way. Um, okay, but here's, say, but here's what I'm saying. We went, we went who do you want to hire instead of them? Who, who would you go with next? I mean, in all just honesty, use him as the example. Guy, okay, for, in all honesty, if I had my picks, I'd pick a guy like Hugh Freeze with Power 5 experience. Okay. Because we tried so, this non-Power 5 experience so, thing, and we've been sitting here for three years bitching about it. So real, Okay, so real quick, CJ. Okay, so Hugh Freeze then, for example. If he doesn't work... Does it not set the program back 10 years? It does, and that's true for any case. But here's my thing. It, if you're an AD and you come in and your first task is to replace the football coach and you swing on Dion and you miss, they bring him in. Dion does not work. But, but here's my thing. You, you make that big splash hire. You're the guy. You're plotted. You're allotted. And what happens in four years if it doesn't work? You're not going to get a second chance. Then we'll write oh, right you, this. You probably will. It may well, maybe. 
Well, then you I mean, yeah, Shane Lyons was logically higher in the right guy, and he didn't even get a second chance. Now, granted, the extension is probably what killed that. But the extension is, is what killed it. But if you're an 80, you come in and you're cast with fixing it, and you bring a guy in that's had power five success and experience, he's done it back now at the group of five. You have a little bit of a shield there. I, I think if you're a brand new AD coming in, a guy like Dion, man, you're hitching your wagon to a guy you pray to God works that you don't know if he does. I guess the thing is, CJ, it, you, you're kind of saying if if it doesn't, if it doesn't, it doesn't. Is it because of Dion's personality? You take him instead of you freeze. So, like, why is this a problem? Like, you freeze has a lot of baggage. So, if if we would pick him. I mean, Rich obviously has his baggage with us. Like, every coach is going to have something at this point in time. I mean, who, who, who's your other guy? I mean, like, if it's not you, who's the other guy? Because it, there's always going to be that if question if they don't work. But, man, if they do, and that's what we're hoping on, you're betting on success, not failure. So take and, the shot. Go for Dion. You know, and, that's who and, you yeah. want. And another thing I'd like to say about Dion is, like, like at Jackson State, compared like to a normal D one coaching job, he only makes five hundred thousand dollars. That's not that much, but like he comes in with his own money, he's already loaded. That could also be an advantage at West Virginia too. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted. Like he's a powerhouse. Yeah, Dion could do what he wanted. He could. No, you're and, right, and, 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 and we'd be able to pay his staff a lot more in Jackson State too. Correct. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I got no issues with Dion. I love the personality. I love the way he carries himself. I, I I love what he stands for and the things he has said. And he is 100% against this whole portal bullshit, which I, I'm all 100% on Dion. He'll probably figure I, out a way to utilize it for us. So I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, probably. I just I, I have some reservations on a guy who's literally been coaching for two years and essentially been coaching at a one double a level like I, i've got some hesitation there and i'm not the only person in the world with it oh i'm sure you i'm sure but i mean the reality of it is the guy's been around football a lot and he's smart and i'm sure he's got good coaches around him too it's not like the thing would fall in just let, let's be quite honest um well i mean that's obviously that that's the hope like i said i just to me with where you are right now I don't I mean, know. Like I said, why I, we, not are we in the position to be? I, just, I think it's. I mean, let me say this real quick. Now, Florida, all your chips on black and praying to God to rule that wheel's nice. I think it's a little more than that, though. I mean, if you let's say this real quick, if South Florida and Colorado are both kind of interested, I mean, why are we going to let them take take the swing here? I think we've got a better chance for him to win. I mean, who who else? Okay, so so we've, you know, Mike's mentioned Rich. You've mentioned you, you know. Um, I mean, we obviously have Dion out there. Who else? I mean, do you have another name? Obviously, Matt Rule would be the top candidate if we could land him. I think. Do you have any other ones? I have one that I'm ready to drop on you guys though that I think would be a very interesting situation. Unless you guys have got anything else, drop away, drop away, homie. All right. A lot of West Virginia connections for this guy. Phenomenal recruiter. Has won as a head coach. Knows what this program's about and has been around it when it's been successful. 
numerous times. Still has a lot in the tank, I think. Don Nealon? No, but <laughs> he did coach under Don Nealon. Who? Doc Holliday. What's up, Doc? I've heard you say that. I just don't know Deuce, man. Can he recruit still? Oh, absolutely he can recruit. 68 years old. I, I, Could still do it. I think he I think he'd be a great guy for what we need right now to get ourselves back jump started. That's gonna be kind of like the Joe Biden question. Like are we gonna all year where every time he loses, he's gonna be like, Is this guy too old? Can he do the job? Is he falling asleep in the press conference? Yeah, because I feel like I mean, if you've seen Doc, he's got the energy. 68, Blaine, how, but for how long? Yeah, I mean, because 68 in the college ranks is old. I mean, you're talking about the the recruiting trips. The, the, tra- that's... the guy was still winning at Marshall at the end and was still recruiting well. Yeah, that was four years ago. No, it was only two. All right, but, but now we're looking forward into his 70s. And I, I don't know, man. I, mm. think, I don't think it's going to work out. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Okay. We can I mean, do- hey, Mike, I mean, it, it's just a thought. I think we should have we should have done it when it was when it was obvious that Dana was not going to be like a consistent winner. We we should have thought about it then, but but we didn't do it. About sixteen, seventeen, that was the time to do it. I, here's my thing: I don't think maybe Doc is head coach, but I do think getting him back involved with a program somehow wouldn't be a bad idea because of the connections that he does have, especially in Florida, that part of it, I do agree with. I just, I, at, at 68, I, I don't know. That's that, that, that would be a, a, a tough sell because at that point now you are going to have 18 year old kids and parents looking at, at this guy sitting in the living room going, all right, coach, in, in four years, you're going to be like 73. Or are you still going to be there? Like, that's going to become the predominant question in the living room. I mean, hey, let me ask this question real quick. I think the coach gets the same thing to the kids now, the way the system's set up. So I think it's it's such a one-and-done deal every year with these guys now. And, you know, if it's a legend – I mean, Doc doesn't have a legendary status, which is probably goes against him. Um, yeah, I just – Rich Rich Rod's going to come in. He's going to bring the swag back. He's going to take all the bullshit that we've pushed – out of the equation. No more nutrition athletes of the week. No more <laughs> juice awards for guys getting fired up on the sidelines. It's bottom line. It's go win the freaking game. We are going to at minimum dominate the conference and hopefully make some noise and get a chance to get in the playoff. That's what Rich Rod did. I know it was a sour departure, but let's remember the peak. He was great. It was great. Oh, yeah. Let's come on. Let's run it back. We can do this. Let's go. He's not 68. He's old, but he's not 68. Mike, I, I love, you know, I'm more warm to the idea of Rich than I've ever been. I will say like, that. Like, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I believe, that's believe the me. That's time I, that we when I was at school. We've been on that stage. Two, two years span. We, we mattered. Uh, we, we mattered for about four under Rich really truly matter top 10 every year type program with pat white and he's got to go out he's got to get him that quarterback but garrett green can nail it down for an eight and four season and then we take off from there and maybe not maybe it's over and we just all have to move on with our lives it's possible 
but I think it's worth a shot. And he'll do it for less money than most people. I think he wants another chance. I mean, it'd be a it definitely be another and a great opportunity for him to kind of kind of rewrite the wrong, right? Yeah, who who gets a chance? We all have regrets in our life. Who gets a chance to do that? You don't always get a second chance. That, I mean, it, it would be a great story if it were to happen. If, um, if we won, and CJ and, and CJ, I know you're you're not you're not happy about about what? us talking this way, waxing poetically. But I say this: Mike's point about saying if we rolled in the Mountaineer Field mid October with a six and zero record, I think people would all be but. Signing up for a honeymoon immediately with Rich Rodriguez. So probably, I, mean, I can guarantee you this: that press conference, his introductory press conference, better be a Mia Copen an apology written by God Himself. I'm gonna lob him a softball. I'm gonna say, of course you would. I'm gonna Mike, say, I'm hoping by then I'll be in there lobbing him one as well. I'm gonna say, how are you guys gonna pick every team apart this year? <laughs> I, I I just I, I just want to contrite meaningful apology from the man that's all i want coach rod as as the godfather of the rpo zone read offense what do you see in gary green hopefully he gets a better quarterback but but for the first year and a half i'll take him man maybe nico's the guy though hey nico you know i was a little disappointed we didn't see him saturday and let's also for and let's let and let's not let history be completely contrite. Rich won throwing the ball over God's creation too. So that, yeah, that yes, can win two different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a Pat White throw the ball three times and run it 90. He's had success with lefty quarterbacks before. Because Another another good point there, Mike. Well done. So I, I thought Nico was going to be a stud. I think we should give him a chance. I don't know. Let Rich roll with him. Maybe what's, have, what's maybe have a uh, Garrett Green be the Adam Bednar to his Pat White. No two quarterback systems. Oh, don't put that on Garrett. That means he's going to be hurt a bunch. Oh, I mean, <laughs> no. He starts off with Adam, Adam could stay healthy. Honestly, if it wasn't for you guys, I would not know who Adam Bednar was. Everybody knows who Pat White is. Nobody's. I mean, we'll see what happens with Garrett Green. I, but he's Neil, Neil Brown. It, it was like a bad dream. I'd like to forget about it once he's gone. I never want to talk about it again. But it's been awful. It's just been irrelevance, and I can't wait till it's over. Hey, I do want to give do want to give Neil Brown a shout out for one thing. Oh, what? that that hat he wore on the sidelines Saturday, pretty I fresh. I did pretty, not notice. Pretty fresh. What was it? I, I had to watch. I I, I had to work. Uh. Or had the had the logo inside the state. Really? The Nike check was pretty fresh. Well done by Neil. You, you gonna get one? I would. I, I would definitely look into it. <laughs> Put it that way. Little nice little holiday holiday gift there. Get some uh, swag. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, hey, but, but here's the thing. I, I think we all we're all ready to kind of envision that next step when, when you kind of see sometimes what's happened this year, uh, it's disappointing. I will say one thing though, that was, that was kind of weird Saturday. The official stepping in when he did that one time, uh, in a crucial dude, play, dude, come on. You can't oh, it, it, it up. But, 
now, now, CJ, you remember this, correct? Oh, I know exactly which play you're talking about. Yeah, it, it, it really did kind of swing momentum big time. We were kind of hanging with them. Um, I mean, it was a – Mike, I'll tell you this, a fun, entertaining first quarter. Uh, was just sitting there being like, is this really happening? Is it really 28 to 19 right now? Like, you had to pinch yourself. Um, you, but, just, you still can't make the play after that? They didn't, and they stopped him up on a sneak. But, guys, I, I feel like um, I mean, there's just not there's not much else left to say. We don't really know who's going to be here. We don't really know who's going to be coaching. Saturday could get real ugly. We got Oklahoma State on the road. They're not playing very good. Yeah, but we're we're not either. And and here's the thing. And we've because as we've talked about who we'd want as the coach. Here's going to be the here's kind of kind of weird thing in it is is until an AD's hired, it it's not really going to matter because they're not going to hire a coach and then bring an AD in. Right. Absolutely. It, it's never going to be that way around. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see how quickly they can move and get this AD position filled because if if it goes on too long you're going to end up unfortunately probably stuck with either your C option or Neil. Well, I think Neil Brown probably needs to get a U-Haul to his house the Thursday or Friday before the game and just begin the moving process just to get a kickstart. Oh, Mike, you're telling him to get a U-Haul on Thanksgiving Day? I mean, oh, that's rough. It's better to be prepared after the game, after the game, or before because he's going to get fired the Monday after. You got to move a whole house. That's a lot of work. So I don't know what he's going to do, but he's gone. Nah, he's got enough money. He'll pay people to move it. That's a good point. Well, I mean, he'll have a nice buyout as well. I think that's he should sure. get run out of town, man. I wish it was old school, like he was just rioted out of here. <laughs> so you're so you're part of the pitchfork and uh, torch generation there, Mike. Actually, we don't. No, we're, we're, not, we're not saying that. I can't say I've <laughs> ever been a part of anything like that. It was just it's been it's been very frustrating the first year or two, trying to convince people that this guy was terrible, and all of the Brownians out there supporting him and saying. Oh, he's bringing in some dogs. Oh, this class is good. CJ, do you have, do you have anything at all? Well, I, well, Before I, we I, get to basketball, because let's, <clears throat> let's get to basketball here soon. I, I, I will say this, and I, and I know Mike has been very vocal on the, you know, we don't have players, we don't have talent. None of his guys have panned out. I like Donaldson. He might leave, and he was hurt all season, but I like him. Or not all season, but a lot. <laughs> but, I mean, it, let, let's not – Let's not gloss over the fact that I, I like you know, Charles. Sam James has quickly risen on the career receptions and yardage list. Let's let's not gloss over the fact that James has had a pretty solid career wearing blue and gold. Sam James has actually gotten better. I, that that is the thing that I've been the most wrong on this season. I said that he deserves to be benched, and that 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 is not that he's balled out. He's playing football. He needs he's got a red shirt season. Hopefully it's in a West Virginia uniform, but he needs to play one more year, and then I think he's a draft pick. Wow, we got back to admit he was wrong with something. I, this is a good day now. I, I would I would tend to agree <laughs> with you on that though, Mike, about uh about Sam James uh, being a draft pick. Maybe he plays another season. 
you got to hope you can get the right coach, though. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the key now anymore. I'm just, I'm just, it's just, this is kind of disheartening just to kind of think about our football program and where we're at and seeing how many people are in the stands there Saturday. Uh, now, granted, it was cold, but how many people were there at the end of the game when you see pitchers and you just saw people kind of fouling out and it was just dis- it, disappointing, it, 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 you know? It was a very bad TV look. Good thing for us, it was on ESPN Plus, so you really had to f- try hard to find it. Yeah. That's a po- that's a positive. Do you guys think we covered the eight and a half this weekend? Yes or no? No. <laughs> Mike, you don't even have to answer. I know what you're going to say. There, there's no reason to believe in West Virginia. There's really not. Yeah, we I, I, no, we're not. We're gonna lose by by two touchdowns, and that'll put the book on Tybo and Neil. You believe, and uh, you know, it, it it'll be an era that we would like to forget probably as soon as we possibly can. Um, well, whenever the news breaks, party at my place. I guess that one Liberty Bowl win will be be a shining moment. I guess in a crazy year. I don't care what time of day the news flashes across the screen. I'm dropping what I'm doing, and I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 going to the bar and I'm having a day because Neil Brown is is gone. Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> I cannot wait until that happens, but we got to be patient. We got to lose to Oklahoma State first, and then we should, it's just right around the corner. I can't. We're so close. Well. Uh, I, it's it's tough, and and like we've said before, and I think even Neil said it. Now, Mike, I know your feelings, but we're gonna say this real quick for for myself, and I think CJ's the same way. Nothing personal on Neil. The product just has not been good enough. Nope. Very well said. Absolutely not. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about basketball juice. I got a basketball juice. I got a basketball juice. So heading out to Portland now, 4-0, taking on the Boilermakers. Big game there, 10 o'clock on Turkey Day. You know, go ahead and get the turkey in, watch watch the Lions, Bills, you know, Cowboys, Giants, and then get that nap in, get ready for the Mountaineers, hugs. Don't allow for the Tripleton, you know, don't let it kick in on us. Fellas, how y'all feeling about that? I'm I'm excited for you know the the cool whips of the day. Very excited is a real test uh, that the Mountaineers are going to face this season. Um, I think you know the Boilers run through a seven four big in Zach Eady. And you know you just got you got to be physical with him. He's not Shaquille O'Neal by any stretch of the imagination, but he is a unit. So you got to get position. And I think we'll handle him well. I think we're well, physical. Exactly, Mike. 
we are physical and we've got a lot of bodies to throw at him, and I think that's gonna be key. What'd you say we were the one and seven against the boilers? We are one and seven well, all that, time that, against that, Purdue. That's not good. It's not good, but hey man, we're we're also playing them on a uh, neutral floor. Little known fact, John Wooden went to Purdue. I actually did know that, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> He also coached at Purdue. Yeah. Did he not? I don't I think know. he did before he went to UCLA. I could be wrong about that, but I didn't know I, he played I, at, I, I didn't know he played at Purdue. Yeah. yeah. Good old good old John Wooden. Purdue's got a great basketball program, you know? It does. I mean, that's a that's a cool place to watch a game. That that was a fun experience until the game started. The old backy arena. I'm just I'm a rabid Mountaineer fan, and if we lose, I don't care where I am, and I, I don't enjoy it very much. And we we were getting ran out of the stadium, and all these people were just losing their minds, and we were just getting dunked on. It was our Final Four team. It was just ugly. But we I, I'll take a Final Four over a win at Purdue any day. Got, I would agree. They with got that. knocked out like first second round. Yeah, they they didn't they they had they've had some times there under Coach Painter where they just have not finished. No, no, they've had good talent and and blown it. You know, it's one of those things. Purdue always was kind of a chic pick to make it far in the tournament, and they always seem to kind of blow up, which is unfortunate for them because they are a heck of a program. I mean, they are. My I, my cousin goes there, so like we always talk a little trash. And I, I follow them a little bit. And and every year they are really good, probably more fundamentally sound than the Mountaineers. Consistent. They, They're very consistent. They blow it in the tournament every time, though. Well, that doesn't matter in our game. I don't know. How do you think we're going to match up? Well, you know, I, I look at it and say, like you said, I think we've got some bodies to throw at Edie um, with Bell. Go. Oh, man, that is such a tough one to say. It really is. Um, and then also you have Woggy, who I love the way he's playing. Um, so I think we're going to be able to kind of match Edie and maybe tire him out a little bit, uh, maybe drop a little press on him there. Um, the one thing that I am interested in seeing, though, is kind of how our guards will match up, um, you know, against against Purdue's guards. But at the same time, I don't think that Purdue's guards are necessarily kind of a stellar group, really. Morton's, started o- Morton's okay, you know. Smith can kind of light it up, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're great. They're starting too fresh. Yeah, Braden Smith now he shot the ball extremely well against Marquette, and we got but proven is... guys, proven Big Ten guy. In t- and then we got Stevenson, yeah. Air Stevenson, as I call him. And then we've got Trey Mitchell. We have we have a, a vet squad, and and uh, Emmett Matthews. We have an we have a seasoned squad. We're like the San Antonio Spurs. We're just old. <laughs> we're old. All we do is ball, and I, I really like this team. Mike, I, I like that analogy about us being kind of a Spurs like team. I, th- I think we're going to be disappointed this year. I don't. I don't think we're going to be an idiotic team because we're so old. That's a. You know what? The, it's an interesting point you bring up. And the turnovers have come down here the last couple of games. Starting a little fire on defense. I think we want to prove something. 
love the chemistry we're showing there between Emmett and Stevenson. Toussaint, you know, you're getting some nice play out of Keedy. And like, have you ever been in the Coliseum on Bonkers Saturday? Oh, yeah. And Emmett Matthews has been in the middle of that. He's played in that. He knows what it is. And other guys in this team have played in similar atmospheres. They know what it's about. It still remember in that Baylor game when Emmett had had one of the had a nice slam there uh, middle of the game. Man, and he's been through the wars, you know. I I remember when he blew three layups to win the year that he transferred. <laughs> it is hey, it is what it is. But hey, you know what though? Everything and things that don't make don't kill us make us stronger. Um. Yeah, a good point about about us having Toussaint, kind of a guy who's been through the wars in the Big Ten. They're a younger team, especially with their guard play. Now, they're going to try and get into Edie. But if we do a good job fronting, you know, throw some di- different defenses at them, we'll get a chance to play Gonzaga on Friday. That's what we really want to see. I'm excited for that. Uh, like, I just – I feel like I trust these guys. I'd agree with that. TJ, what are you thinking there, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that we're an older team. Here, to me, the the, the big thing is going to be – you're talking about a guy in ED maybe wearing about – I mean, he's a guy averaging almost 30, 30 minutes a game so far this year. I, you're going to have to throw a lot of bodies at him, but here's going to be the big thing for me is – He's averaged almost 14 rebounds a game. You got to keep him off the glass. But the other thing, too, is, is you've got to find, I think, ways offensively for us to kind of pull him out of the paint. I mean, he's they're, they're averaging six blocks as a team. Over half of that's coming just from him. Well, the good thing is, I think the high low game with Mitchell and Waggy and, and Mitchell in general can maybe pull Edie out of there a little bit. And... Well, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're going to have to find ways so he can't just sit underneath there and basically, you know, that's going to be the one thing because that's the one thing we've seen out of really a lot of Huggins coach teams is, is if you make them beat you with a jump shot, there's at times that's, that's a strategy a lot of coaches will take just because, well, we're going to dare you to just shoot the lights out. And that's not something in all honesty, Huggins really builds that team to do. So no. that would be the, the, the two big keys. I do like the fact that we have, an older team that's kind of been through some wars and understands a lot of things going on. So I think that plays well, well in your hands, but the one thing, and and it's not just fronting a guy like Edie. I mean, at seven, four, you, you could just kind of chuck it up 50, 50 ball and let him go get it. It's going to be, can we rotate on the other side? You know, and, We've heard Huggins say that a bunch, but we didn't rotate well. You're going to have to – if you're going to front him, you're going to have to have the rotations. Everybody's going to have to be on a string, and that's that's really, I think, what's really going to test this team for the first time is is the defensive discipline to stay and to rotate and to trust those rotations and trust your teammates because they haven't really had to do that yet this year. This, this is going to be that test. Are we going to make rotations? Well, not only make rotations, but trust what the guy behind what you to make, make it, not what in make rotations. Yeah. But it, it, it's more than just the guy making the correct rotation. It, it's him making that rotation, <laughs> trusting his teammates going to fill in for him behind. Because you see that a lot is where a guy Fronting turns the... around and he's looking at his buddy. Like it, it, it's if one guy makes the rotation and the other guy doesn't fill, it doesn't really matter. 
Hey, CJ. That's where they get caught at at times. Hey, CJ, when Hugs Hugs says it that way, that's what he's saying. He just says it a lot simpler than you just did. Well, correct. Yeah, because Hugs is just – he, he he ain't here to answer questions and let's just be real he's he's sometimes at a press conference like marshawn lynch i'm just here so i don't get fined <laughs> don't get you don't get paid by the word okay that's so, for sure that's for I, sure i, I think if, if you can find ways to do that I, I think that really helps now this team is i think a better shooting team than hugs has had in a while which helps but like i said if they allow ed just to kind of hang around the rim on both sides it could end up being kind of a long day because you also don't want to put him at the line. He's almost an 80% free throw shooter too. For a guy his size, he's got really good touch at the, at the, at the free throw line. Yeah. And, you know, so far, I mean, Purdue's beaten Austin Pay, Milwaukee, and then uh, had a nice win there against Marquette. So their win versus Marquette's probably a little bit above our win versus Pitt, but very similar, kind of equivalent type W. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, neither teams really played anybody, and that's what's kind of hard about this one is because you're not really sure who's who's what right now. Um, but I think the big thing and for this team, and I think the message from the coaching staff has been: don't pay attention to the bracket, don't pay attention to potential matchups. Take care of who's in front of you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, would be awesome. Uh, to get a chance at the Zags, but obviously Purdue ranked opponent in, in, in a great game on Thanksgiving, and just each game out here is an opportunity for him. You know, I, just, I hate the fact that it's on at ten. Like, there's not going to be a lot of people that get to see this. That that's the part that kind of just. Oh, I, I disagree with you on that, CJ. It's it's a holiday. Everyone's kind of you're waking back up off the trip of ten naps, or you stay up. Black oh, Friday the next day. I just, you know, I, I feel just, like I, a lot of people are going to be glued into this one, man. In Mountaineer country, we'll stay up till two a.m., three a.m. to watch the Mounties play. Now, I, I, I can, I, I can promise you, of the five people, you have little faith. Outside, okay, I can promise you this: of the five people will be in the house that I'm in on Thanksgiving, I'd be the only one up watching it. Well, that sounds like a lame house. <laughs> My mom is a diehard. Hey, my mom is a diehard Mountaineer fan. My wife is a diehard Mountaineer fan and loves her some basketball. I can promise you both of them are not going to be up. To be you honest, to be honest. got a plan. Honestly, I will probably be the only one as well, but I'm going to do it. Oh, I'll, I'll, we'll, have, we'll have probably four or five in my household. There you go. Yeah. Out of, I'd say uh, out of eight, I think there might be three that'll, that'll, that'll call it, call it a day. Maybe, maybe a fourth that's, uh, Kind of on the fence with them, but uh, man, what a great finish to the to the weekend though. And no, my dad'll watch. My dad'll watch. Hey, you gotta have somebody with you, yeah. man. Get that pumpkin pie, <laughs> cold glass of milk, watch the Mounties play some hoops. Yes, Thanksgiving sir. Day can't beat That's... that. I'm looking Car- forward to speaking. This is a complete sidebar, but I like watching the Dan Campbell Lions on Thanksgiving. I think they're going to pull an upset. I'm, I'm with you on that, Mike. But the Bills get two weeks in a row in the stadium. That's not fair. Then, then it feels like home. Right. And they already just got a win in there. Right. I don't like that. Yeah. And, man, also, then you know, I think Dallas smokes the Giants. Calling that right now. That Dallas whooped the – who was that, the Vikings? That was – Vikings. Bad. That was crazy. And then you get primetime Kirk Cousins against what, Mac Jones? Is that right? 
God, that game's going to end up six to three. There's going to be more people watching our basketball game. <laughs> on yeah, the and, 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 and I'll say this. I'll go ahead and give this hot take. Y'all can keep your stupid pumpkin pie. Uh, say what? Uh, you're, you're crazy. What do you want? That, you go pecan? That's oh, yeah. I, I'm with you on pecan, though. I like them both. Uh, pecan, maybe a little apple. No, no. Get apple out of here on Thanksgiving. Oh, no. No, no, no. Get apple out of here on Thanksgiving. Do, do your thing, but to me... Pumpkin pie is what it's all about. Oh, I'm with you on that, Mike. Here you go. I'll give you one. It's, an, it, it's not one you think of for Thanksgiving, but give it to me all the time. Give me a good cheesecake. Hell yeah. I'm in. Che- cheesecake's good. Oh, a pumpkin cheesecake now, like the one you get from Olive Garden? Special. Yeah, that's nice. That's kind of like the one that my mom makes. It's it's pretty damn good. Oh, so good. Hey, guys, by the way, now that we're on this topic, we're, we're going to finish <laughs> off with this. Um, are you a light meat or a dark meat guy for your turkey? Yes. Yes, doesn't matter. Does not matter. But dark if I had a choice. Yeah. I, and I and of... if there's a leg in the equation. Like, oh, okay, okay. Little yeah. little, little duck and leg like Madden, Madden had back yeah. in the day. If I can, definitely, yes. Mm. Yeah, le- legs always slow is a good way to go. I... I go dark. Here's my thing. I, to me, I'm not a huge turkey fan. It, it, it's kind of a drier meat for my taste. But um, oh, CJ, you, you got to just put some honey mustard on it with a little pepper. Now, I will tell you this: mm. I, I, I have, I do, I do have a, a gravy I put on it um, that I that I make. It's a bacon maple gravy. Oh, okay. Um, you have that in common with Mike Leach. He makes the gravy as well. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw that interview. So, but I, I can't promise you this, though. Unfortunately, the household I will not be in will not be in partaking in turkey. My mom does not cook it, doesn't like it. So we'll be going with the old spiral ham. Oh, that's that's that's, sec- that's second that's second team on Thanksgiving, CJ, to be going with a ham, buddy. You got, you well, got to tell you right you now. Know, well, I'm already breaking a. 15 year old rule that I don't travel on Thanksgiving. So, you know, got to do what you got to do to keep the wife happy. Mm. Man, tough. Mike, you're a turkey guy, right? Ever ham? Yeah, I mean, I, not over. I mean, I like both of them. If I had to choose, I guess hams, I, li- I like ham better. But, oh, really? I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat whatever. I'm not a picky eater. I'll eat whatever. I like turkey. I mean, I like them both. But if I'm, if I'm going to have a choice on Thanksgiving, Oh, see, I usually go both. I usually have both of them cooked up and ready to go on Thanksgiving. Gotta have the bird, you know. Get get, get a little bit of both, because then you, then the next day, oh yeah, I do the turkey ham sandwiches. Oh yeah, I, I, that's the way I, to go. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have a ham. Period. Honestly. Hmm. Well, then, hey, I'll tell you this too. Get you a little mashed potatoes, <laughs> little uh, mac and cheese. Maybe oh, some noodles of some sort. Sweet potato casserole. Yeah. Mm. That, that's a winner. Now, here's, here's the question I want to ask, because this has been a debate amongst my work folks all day. Cranberry sauce, yay or nay? Absolutely. Thank you. Gotta have it. Love it. Mine, cranberry sauce, sauce, you're in, right? Yes. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm I'm all about some candy yams, the top, Ooh, there you so go. good. The little marshmallow part of it. I'm not as big on the yam, but 
the candy part on top. You guys want to pick this Purdue game? Yes, we should. I'm also going to tell you that we're going to cover against Oklahoma State in football. We're going to cover. Number ticks up to like 10 and a half. We'll cover. I think everybody's quit. I think they've checked out. I got that, that that number could tick up to seventeen, and I'm still taking Oklahoma State to cover. We've been so bad on the road this year. Yeah, so bad on the road. I think I think we absolutely come out hot against Purdue. Yeah, I do. I feel good about it. I got the Mountaineers. I'm gonna get to that. I fifth by Mountaineers by twelve. And I also think this. I think we beat Gonzaga the next night. Oh, I like it. I like it. I agree. And you, well, and you know what? While we're at it, keep riding it. We might as well win Sunday against like Duke uh, or yeah. Florida, maybe Oregon State. Who 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 knows? Whoever whoever who we play, it cares. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Manny's Manny's winning out in Portland, putting how ourselves about, on the map. How about seven what? and zero? Oh, probably top fifteen at that point. CJ, we gotta say about that. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go out there and go out there and win it. Um, hey, if we come out of this thing six and one though, with like a win versus Purdue, maybe you lose the Zags and then you come back and you win Sunday. I'm pretty happy. I don't know about y'all. Oh yeah, I think I like your first plan better. I'm with you on that seven and a top fifteen. You're right. Hey, we're due to beat Gonzaga though. We're due. Yeah, they're tough to crack, but we can do it. Well, they're they're tough to crack and they're and, vulnerable you know. this year though. Yeah, the, the question is going to be: Are you are, are you really going to get a fair shot to beat them in their backyard? Um, but no, I, I I'm with you. I, I say if you're going to go out there, go out there to win the whole stinking thing. Um, I, I do like us to beat Purdue. I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, I don't. I know both offenses have been humming, but I, I don't. I don't foresee that being this type of game. This is going to be one of those old school Huggins Rock fights. This thing's gonna be like sixty-one fifty-five. Hmm. Okay. I just I don't see this being a game where the offenses just flat out dominate. I, I think both teams are too good defensively um, to to allow that to happen. I, I think this is gonna be one of those kind of old school. You're, you're a better man than me, CJ, for even picking a score. I won't even do that in basketball. I just know if we're gonna win or not. We're gonna win. Well, I, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's. I'm just saying like that's the kind of game this is gonna be. It's gonna be legitimate rock fight type of thing. So, Mike, expect 85-80, okay? <laughs> 80, but, yeah, eighty. Yeah. No, I'm with DJ. I think we win sixty-three to fifty-seven. I'm not. That's not my prediction. But that's the type of game. And I think we we just we just play West Virginia fucking basketball. I dropped another F bomb. I think Tucson. <laughs> Tucson's gonna drive it to the hole. I think Emmett Matthews is gonna be steady Eddie. And then we need Air Stevenson to knock down some Jays. But we're gonna make it happen. I feel really good. And Trey Mitchell as well. He's gonna have he's gonna have a double double. How wild is it we always forget about Trey Mitchell? We all do it. It's crazy. He, but he's like so good though. He's gonna be very good. We we won't for very long. This team is so balanced. I love it. Now, we are also in the preseason, more or less. So, we got to see what happens. That's fair, but 
There's reasons to be optimistic. That's for There's sure. There's a lot of them. And I think we, we will find out soon, which I'm excited about. Very excited about. I think we're going to be fine. We're going to pass the test. We're gonna let's be put it this, boiler, put it this way. Before down. we play football again on Saturday, we might be feeling like this basketball team to cutting down some nets. Let's say that. If you beat Gonzaga and Purdue back-to-back nights, you got to say we can beat anybody. Sky's the limit, fellas. Let's do it. It's time for the Bear to bring one home. Why not? Why not? Why not us, right? I, th- I think it'd be a great Why step. not be special? It'd be, it'd be a great first step. I think we got the players to do it. We definitely got the coach to do it. Why not? Let's go. Let's do it. CJ, you on board? Yeah, why not? There you go. There you go. We're we're in the mood. It's Thanksgiving. We're, so we all we're agree feeling gracious with our praise, you know. We all agree we're going to beat Purdue and then go on to win the championship of this in, in Portland, correct? Of this, yeah, this tournament. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go there for now. Yes. You got it. You got to kind of crawl before you can walk. Love it. Love it. It's going to be fun. That'll get us on the radar that we need to be on. Absolutely. Hey, because we're already now getting getting votes, which is nice. So, yeah. fellas, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. It's going to be fun. Um, and we'll come back, and it'll be basketball. All all looking forward, like hugs with, you know, no rearview mirror. We will not have a rearview mirror on football next time we talk. Unless we know a coach by then, then we'll probably talk about it. So, you know, <laughs> we, we, we can't quit Western New football. It's tough. Yeah, be, being a fan of that team is, is the hardest thing I'll ever do in my life. <laughs> We're glutton for punishment. We, we got to have a special episode when Neil Brown gets fired as well. You're right, Mike. Even if it's only 15, 20 minutes, I, I want to be able to express my joy. <laughs> Comm- commemorate it <laughs> exactly well fellas and, and, and we do wish we do wish Neil Brown a happy Thanksgiving as well despite Mike's despite Mike's <laughs> we we in quotation marks right right air quotes air quotes until next time y'all let's go Mountaineers let's go drink some beers enjoy the bird as well this weekend mm-hmm.